Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVIC coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your VIC card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVIC coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVIC and Harris Teeter fuel points. This is Trevor Sternad from the Black Dahlia Murder here, and you're listening to the Ever Black Podcast. Hey, human scum, this is odorous from Guam. Going to the Fear Factory. This is George Corps, Commander Fisher. This is Jasmine Delgado. This is Wade from Our Last Enemy. Magnificent Two Thousand Feet. He is at Wednesday 13. This is Bruce Adams. Rex from Kill Devil Hill. This is Gary Green from Sepultura. You're listening to Ever Black Podcast. Before we go into this episode of the Ever Black Podcast, we just need to give a shout out to our show supporters, the Occult Clothing Brand Electric, which love amazing apparel from shirts to hoodies to hats to beanies, dresses and more. Check out their full range at electricwitch.com.au and put in the code EVERBLACK for 20% off your order. This episode's interview also appeared on The Faction, Australia's best 24-7 heavy music streaming radio station. Tune in now through The Faction app available in the Apple and Android app app stores and iheartradio.com.au also don't forget to subscribe rate and review the ever black podcast on spotify and itunes podcast streams and see all our video interviews on the ever black youtube channel you can also read all our articles and reviews at everblack.com.au all right on with the show Look, it's it's great to talk to you again, mate. It's been a little while since uh, we've spoken. Last time was right before you toured down here, uh, so it was a hell of a lot's happened between uh, then and now. Um, how, yeah, how honestly, I can't even remember what's happened in that time. I did have a child, like I said. Uh, made put some records out. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the world went crazy. It sure did. How, how's how's parent life and band life? going how's that all i know it's difficult it's uh it's good i mean thankfully i have a supportive family so it allows me to do all of the things i need to do maybe not the amount i need to do them but you know those are the choices we make i think if it weren't for this that we we were making this positive record i would have completely lost my mind in the last i don't know how many months it's been march april may june july august september Man. Eight months. Wow. I know. What what the hell happened this year? I, I look it back. Was like, just... <laughs> it was like yesterday when we were told that everything was going to go into lockdown and it felt, oh, great. I'm going to organize my garage and make my house the way I want it to be. And I'm going to get a bunch of hobbies and I'm going to create, write my next record and finish it. And, and it quickly became apparent that Actually, we're all just going to be busier than we ever were before lockdown. (laughs) (laughs) And you're never going to do anything that you want to do. (laughs) I know my garage is still uh, left. I still still remember that blissful moment for a second where I felt like it was just going to be, oh, I'm going to have a couple weeks off, you know. No. That didn't didn't happen. No, no, no. (laughs) Foolish. But I mean, I mean, especially now. I mean, you're busy prepping uh, the release of the new Pussifer album, Exodus. Man, I can't even talk properly this morning. Existential Reckoning, uh, which That's is out it. this week on October 30, and it, it's a very different album. And I, I think that's mm-hmm. what you guys do best. You're constantly moving forward and 
branching out and uh, especially this one's a bit more synth heavy, especially. Yeah, what, what, you're right. What drove that direction this time? Can you hear that helicopter? Yeah, it's in the back. Okay, still I just want to explain what's happening. The world is on fire. What? It, it, over here too. Like oh, everything really? is on fire in Los Angeles. Yeah, so and right now a mile away from my house, there's a, a wildfire. So there's helicopters flying over throwing water on it so in answer to your question yes it is synth heavy and i think what happened there was you know matt mitchell is always the one that starts the music happening for the pussy for records he'll like get sketches together and put them in a folder and then when maynard is between harvest or you know between tours and has a moment which is rarely but he will listen to it and then start putting ideas down to it start you know developing Mm. story character all of that stuff and this time i think one of the two of the things that really really inspired matt he he looked back through music over the years that he liked the sound of well that inspired him and he discovered that in many cases they would use something called a fair light which is a sampler from yes. the 80, like from 1983, and also a synclavia. The thing about these instruments is that they, they're really hard to use. They're really kind of constricting with what you can, you can do. And they have a very, very strong sound. And, you know, with all of those things, to, like as you can hear on Hounds of Love by Kate Bush or a bunch of the early solo Peter Gabriel records or, you know, even uh, Tears for Fears, Big Chair, and mm. Art of Noise uses Fairlight a lot. And yeah, it, it just has a very strong sound, a very strong aesthetic. And, you know, that is basically what created the bed, the foundation of, of sound for this record, those instruments and his love for that kind of stuff and synthesizers and a very niche kind of collection of, of gear. So it was really his his taste, his musical taste, and his passion for these new instruments and the way that the the constraints they created inspired him to create. So yeah, that that's really that's really what started that. And then when Maynard heard it, of course, probably subconsciously, he's like sensing or feeling the eighties and you know, the synthesizers and all of that. And he comes up with whatever stories and characters that are inspired by what he's hearing. And then he gives those things to me and it tickles my fancy in a certain way. And I I come up with my ideas and I was using a, a vocal effects unit called the, the Eventide 4500 for this. So I was trying to, instead of doing what I usually do, which is just singing coming up with vocal ideas that end up just sounding like backing vocals or, you know, something that's just in response to what Maynard is doing. I was trying to create an instrument with my voice using the effects in the, in the eventide so that I was, you know, kind of coming up with things that were outside of what, what Maynard was doing. So it wasn't just a response to that, you know, intuitively it was a response, but it wasn't just like... Call and response vocal or an obvious backing vocal. uh, You know, it's kind of creating uh, an instrument from your voice, and when you when you experiment like that, you know what I mean? It's yeah, exactly, exactly. Keeps things interesting for you too. (laughs) You know, well, it does, and you know, some of my favorite records in that way, like I mentioned, "Hounds of Love" by Kate Bush. Yeah, you know, anything that's not a lead vocal is also not really a backing vocal. The way she approaches that kind of stuff 
you know, just a turn of phrase from a backing vocal or a choice of delivery or something. It's it's something that can really crack open a song for you or change your day. So that's kind of vocals that I was inspired by for this record. I love it. I'm all about that stuff. So <laughs> I've been really digging the album. It's, it's, it's great. And of course, you know, you mentioned about, uh, you know, characters and stuff like that, which is, you know, the album cover, it's got like the aliens and UFO and the whole men in black agent theme you, you guys have going on. Whose yeah. crazy idea was that? And, and how does that tie into the album? It was Maynard's. I think, I think he was excited by the marriage of technology and intuition on, on the record as he heard it. You know, all the kind of synthesizers, but, you know, also the humanness and the the intuition that it takes to make that kind of thing beautiful and the kind of journey that we created on the record. You know, I think the whole idea was just born from that idea and what the synthesizers created sonically and also... You know, sorry, can you hear the helicopter again? <laughs> Are you okay? And, uh, is everything all right there? Yeah. Yeah, yeah everything's fine. As, as far as I know, I don't know. Maybe ask me in a couple of hours, my house is burned down. Oh, let's not hope. Um, let's, you know, hope not. <laughs> let's hope not. Um, no, I can't remember what I was saying. Oh, yeah, that and, you know, just the subject matter. I, I don't know. I, I couldn't break it down for you exactly, but... Mm. That's how I feel about it. The the crazy thing about it is is how uh, relevant some of these lyrical themes are. From my understanding, you guys had this in the can a long time ago. Is that right? Mm-hmm. And, Bef- and- before the end of the year, yeah, for the most part. There was some stuff that was done it, this year, but a lot of the lyrics were already sung, mm-hmm. at least in part, by September of 2019. See, I, I like the song uh, Fake a Front a lot. It's not like the, the shut the fuck up line seems to reflect, you know, a lot of stuff going on. I can't sing that around yeah. the house. It's really catchy, but I find like I'll, <laughs> I'll be singing it and then I'll, I'll be like, oh, my kids are here. So I have to like yeah. change the words last minute, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Needless to say, my three-year-old has heard a lot of that record over the last year while I've been <laughs> figuring out things to sing on it and all listen to mixes and all that kind of thing. And that's the one that I, I have to skip because, you know. He's very, he's very interested in words and lyrics. They're so. like little sponges, aren't they? They, they, they. Yeah. I'm lucky, my son. Yes. He's, he's just turning only four. for the bad shit though. They don't pick up any of the good shit. I know. Shit. I know, right? What's with <laughs> that? They're like magnets for it. Like I'm, I'm mm-hmm. lucky. My four year old son. He hasn't, he hasn't said his first word, word yet. We're pro- trying to be very careful, but uh, not to you. Oh just no, to his no. I'm waiting for it. <laughs> it's inevitable. <laughs> but uh, it is. Oh mate. Oh mate, it sounds like is this as loud to you as it feels nah. to me? No, 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 no. It's like okay. I, my gear here seems to. to feel it feels like it's out. landing like right next to me. Okay, in, go ahead. That's insane. <laughs> I hope you guys are okay. Um, but I mean, the band itself is made up of a, a bunch of really interesting characters. That's that's for sure. I mean, that's what I think makes you guys so great. You know, you, when you joined the band. You know, did you know what you were in for? Like all these crazy characters and the and the lyrics and the one minute you, you it's satirical and, and comedic and the next minute it's got these heartfelt messages and Yeah, I mean, I think I wasn't that wasn't really laid out for me when I did the audition. It was just kind of I was given Humbling River to make stuff up on and then I was given Vagina Mine and <laughs> something else I don't remember. So I 
you know, totally unfazed by all that stuff. I mean, but then essentially I I was doing that with the view to going on tour with them at the end of that year, which Mm. ended up happening. But it wasn't until like a couple weeks before the tour that I found out it was going to be like, so yeah, there's going to be one night of country, one night of this airline (laughs) set and another night of this. And it's a band with two different drummers and two different... I was just like, what the fuck is this? But, you know, more than anything, it just intrigued me. And then there was Maynard, who was, you know, I I had never known anyone like that before. And it was just kind of a whirlwind of eye-opening, kind of just inspiring movement. Mm. You know, it was something that was fundamentally the opposite of my own process and my own decision-making process and my own creative process. It was as far from that as they could get yet still felt authentic and important so in that way from very early on I just felt like I was home in that it totally cracked open my view of what it was supposed to be to be a a working musician but also just felt very natural and like I had ultimately all the freedom in the world to do what I do best nobody was trying to massage or or control my sound or my input in any way it was I was chosen because of who I was and what I could do and you know therefore you're given you're given the blank slate and you put your own your own self on it which was something I was comfortable with and I think you have I remember the question no that's all right no 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 no. (laughs) you've got a lot going on in in, there in your world today so I totally understand that for sure and uh I mean uh, <laughs> oh man it's crazy crazy <laughs> times but um of course uh you know you've got this uh live performance you've recorded at uh yes. let me see if I can get this right Arcasanti Arcasanti Arizona that's right that's the one that's man that's a massive streaming live show and that's uh on release day were you playing the album in full how the hell yes, did we're you playing that, that? <laughs> cuz that's a it was fucking hard but you know we <laughs> Greg Edwards from Auto Looks was was a bass player on the record and he was available to do the show and um, you know he's playing fretless on a lot of the songs and so Crazy. I think he had a lot of work to do running up to the performance because he didn't you know it's really hard to play fretless bass <laughs> and yeah. he had to like work a lot to get his um make sure he didn't fuck it up but sarah jones who played drums on the record wasn't available but we got gunner olsen who was really great settled in very quickly and was very comfortable in situation and total pro and also badass drummer so like again i say matt mitchell is technically just brilliant and he came up with the idea for the set and the videos and employed the right people who do what they do best and we got we had an insane team working together to make this happen and everybody just nailed their part really i'm so down to the lighting to the video people to the musicians you know it's it's going to be really good i think you know yeah outside of someone like Billie eilish who has a record company throwing a million dollars at her (laughs) live stream i think what (laughs) you know it's and also she's She's great and works with Moment Factory and they're brilliant. Mm. And I just think outside of that, we're still a pretty independent um, situation. And, yeah. and what we're doing here is 
is really good. I'm, I'm excited for everyone to see it. Will it be released later on Blu-ray or, or like a live vinyl or, or, or something you like that? You have to wait. Ah. I have no idea. We'll see. We'll okay. see how it goes. It depends I, on the demand, I guess. I think this one's it's it, everything I've seen. It looks really special. The location looks incredible. I everything I've heard about like sounds amazing. And if mm-hmm. it's and you're playing the album start to finish, which isn't an easy thing to do, especially when you've just you know you've haven't had that. And we just to, wrote it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what's, yeah. that's insane. But um, I I, I just. I'm super excited to uh, sit down this weekend, uh, crack a beer, and 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 watch it. It's it's going to be great. awesome. Karina, thanks again oh, for great. hanging on the show. The new album, Existential Reckoning, is out on October 30. All the best to you and the boys, and uh, stay safe over there, man. That's Thank sure. you. You too. All right, man. <laughs> Bye-bye. See you. Bye. Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. 